Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we're able to be together to start our week together uh, in prayer this morning. Today is Monday. This is the 23rd week after Pentecost. This week, we continue our reading of the early days of Israel's transition into a monarchy, as told uh, in the stories of 1 Samuel. Uh, And as we read along, we might wonder how God might be at work uh, uh, in and among God's people uh, even today, uh, as we live through times of transition in our own age. uh, What new thing is God forming among us, as God has always been making things new among God's people in the past? And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship in praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from 1 Samuel chapter 13. Saul chose 3,000 out of Israel. 2,000 were with Saul at Michmash and in the hill country of Bethel, and 1,000 were with Jonathan at Gibeah of Benjamin. The rest of the people he sent home to their tents. Jonathan defeated the garrison of the Philistines that it was that was at Geba, and the Philistines heard of it, and Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. When all Israel heard that Saul had defeated the garrison of the garrison of the Philistines, and also that Israel had become odious to the Philistines, the people were called out to join Saul at Gilgal. The Philistines mustered to fight with Israel. 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen and troops like the sand on the seashore in multitude. They came up and encamped at Michmash to the east of Beth-Avan. When the Israelites saw that they were in distress, for the troops were hard-pressed, the people hid themselves in caves and in holes and in rocks and in tombs and in cisterns. Some Hebrews crossed the Jordan to the land of Gad and Gilead. Saul was still at Gilgal, and all the people followed him, trembling. He waited seven days, the time appointed by Samuel. But Samuel did not come to Gilgal. 
and the people began to slip away from Saul. So Saul said, Bring the burnt offering here to me and the offerings of well-being. And he offered the burnt offerings. As soon as he had finished offering the burnt offering, Samuel arrived, and Saul went out to meet him and salute him. Samuel said, What have you done? Saul replied, When I saw that the people were slipping away from me, and that you did not come within the days appointed, and that the Philistines were mustering at Michmash, I said, Now the Philistines will come down upon me at Gilgal, and I have not entreated the favor of the Lord. So I forced myself and offered the burnt offering. Samuel said to Saul, You have done foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. The Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever, but now your kingdom will not continue. The Lord has sought out a man after his own heart, and the Lord has appointed him to be ruler over his people, because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you. And Samuel left and went on his way from Gilgal. The rest of the people followed Saul to join the army. They went up from Gilgal towards Gibeah of Benjamin. Saul counted the people who were present with him, about 600 men. Saul, his son Jonathan, and the people who were present with them stayed at Geba of Benjamin. But the Philistines encamped at Michmash, and raiders came out of the camp of the Philistines in three companies. One company turned towards Ophrah in the land of Shual, another turned to Beth Horon, and another company turned to the mountain that looks down on the valley of Zeboim, toward the wilderness. Now, there was no smith to be found throughout all the land of Israel, for the Philistines said the Hebrews must not make swords or spears for themselves. So all the Israelites went down to the Philistines to sharpen their plowshares, mattocks, axes, and sickles. The charge was two-thirds of a shekel for a plowshare and for a mattox, and one-third of a shekel for sharpening the axes, or for setting the goads. So, on the day of the battle, neither sword nor spear was to be found in possession of any of the people with Saul and Jonathan. But Saul and his son Jonathan had them. The word of the Lord. One of the dangers of monarchy or any kind of authoritarian rule emerges when that ruler begins to take to himself the other offices or seats of power, or what had been a separation of powers, those lines begin to be blurred by the the overwhelming power of that one ruler. At the end of chapter 12, we did learn that Samuel had composed some kind of document outlining how the monarchy was to work in Israel. And it appeared that Samuel had reserved the rights of both prophet and priest for himself, though Saul does does have some priestly privileges and on occasion is able to offer sacrifices. But the main job of Saul as king is to provide stability in government, national unity, and military leadership. In this chapter, we see how how that task uh, Saul faces is a difficult one. The Philistines mobilize and once again threaten Israel, and to make matters worse, an earlier treaty had disarmed the Israelites and forced them to use Philistine ironworks so that they no longer possessed weapons of war or or the ability to make them. Holding together a fighting force drawn from various tribes throughout Israel and keeping them in the field, that is no easy task either. 
There are crops to tend, homes to keep, tribal lands to defend. And until the king is powerful enough or wealthy enough to employ a standing army or powerful enough to compel uh, each and every household or tribe to send enough men away to, to arm the army in the way that he wishes, that king is going to risk his army simply slipping away from him. The urgency of the situation before Saul compels him to disobey the Lord's command and Samuel's command to wait until Samuel arrives before offering the sacrifices. We are told that the Lord is displeased that Saul himself offered the sacrifice, that the Lord then withdraws his support for Saul's kingship and refuses to establish the house of Saul as king over Israel. God is seeking a man after God's own heart to serve as king. The heart of the Lord is faithful to promises that the Lord makes, and Saul's action shows his own unfaithfulness to the Lord's command. So the search of a faithful king will continue. Or has it already come to an end? Has God already decided who it is that will succeed Saul? It seems like it, though we have no idea right now who that might be. There will be a new king over Israel someday, and it it will not be one of the descendants of Saul. Saul has crossed a boundary. Saul disobeys his own promise to wait for Samuel, and maybe most of all, Saul fears that if his army deserts and he's set upon by the Philistines, he'll be destroyed, that he will be unable to defeat the Philistines if he goes out with a reduced force. And yet, faith in the Lord would have taught him to trust the Lord, who is able to do much more than we can imagine, with much less than we would ever think adequate to the task. It is our God who wins battles with just a few warriors, even poorly armed ones, and who can feed a multitude with just a few loaves and a couple of fish, and so on, story after story, teach us to trust in the Lord, so that we can see God do what we would have thought to have been impossible. That takes not only faith, but courage. God grant us the courage to see that we are enough and have more than enough to accomplish all that God wants to accomplish for us. After all, it is God who has saved us without any merit or goodness on our part. Praise be to God. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. 
In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God Almighty, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, and especially we pray for this congregation, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, and for all who are working to bring peace and international harmony. For all who are striving to save this earth from carelessness and destruction. For all those who are ill. And for those who care for them. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people, love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.